0: Now, fight back with Libby Snymer on Zuber Radio with guest host... Jane Brown.
1: Great to have you along. Libby's off for a couple of days. Embattled Senator Don Meredith could be expelled from the upper chamber later this month for having sex with a teenage girl. If you've been listening to the news since last evening, that is the recommendation from the Senate Ethics Committee. And soon senators will decide on whether to follow through on the proposal. If Meredith is expelled from the Senate, it will be the first time a senator's been kicked out of the upper chamber in canadian history don meredith has said he had a moral failing but doesn't deserve to be kicked out of the senate instead he's proposed a two-year suspension without pay have you read the report by senate ethics officer lise ricard it is disturbing to say the least if you have read it you will likely side with the political pundits who say Meredith should be expelled and soon. Michael Tobe is a political commentator. He's also a former speechwriter for former Prime Minister Stephen Harper. And he joins us on the line. Hi, Michael.
2: Hey, Jane. How are you?
1: Good. Would you uh, like to detail what the report spells out? It's, it, it sounds pretty creepy, a lot of it.
2: Yeah, it's pretty shocking. I've flipped through most of it, and, um, you know, I don't have it sitting right in front of me. But basically, the the comments that pundits, including myself and various others, have said is basically just holds water, which is that Senator Don Meredith acted in, in an improper fashion by having a relationship, which was personal maybe at first, but became sexual at some point down the road, with a girl who was originally underage when he met her and then was well slightly of age when he had the sexual relationship it was conduct that was unbecoming of a senator, and yes, we know that senators are appointed officials for the most part. We've only had in our history a couple of elected senators, not that many. Most of them have been appointed, and certainly they may operate in a different way, and in a different fashion than those MPs who are in the House of Commons, but the fact is these people are in a position of power, they are supposed to act in a responsible manner, and as authoritative figures or prominent figures, they are supposed to fall a certain set of moral standards and codes that most of us believe in. It is quite evident that Mr. Meredith, and for whatever reason he may have personally had, and obviously whatever we know publicly is not what we may know necessarily privately, acted in an improper fashion and I don't think that the Senate really has any other choice but to create history and throw their first senator out.
1: Now we know the woman known only as Ms. M has told her story to the Senate ethics officer. What about those who say she might not have been telling the truth? As far as what Don Meredith has admitted to, would that constitute rights for expulsion on its own?
2: Well, look, it takes two to that tango as they say and I understand that point of view and obviously the committee that looked into it had to sort of take the the words of mr meredith over miss m and in the end they sided with miss m stating that her story seemed to make sense that the facts seemed to jibe and based on the dribs and drabbles that senator meredith has put out clearly they favored her position and her side Sure, anything is possible, and there could be other parts to this story. Let's, you know, let's be honest about it. In a, in a hypothetical situation, there are lots of other intangibles that we may not know about. But it seems to be pretty crystal clear, based on this report, that clearly Mr. Meredith was 100% in the wrong. They have recommended expulsion. And irrespective of the fact that he and his lawyer are trying to get what I've heard being a one-year or two-year suspension without pay, i just don't think that is acceptable yes throwing mr Sen- mr meredith out of the senate will create a historical precedent and it means that going forward senators are going to have to be judged in a much different manner than they are now but quite frankly i think most canadians are sort of tired of the way that the senate has been acting through the scandals that we've seen with mike duffy pamela wall patrick brazo and even mac harb a liberal former liberal senator. I think people are just sort of frustrated with the fact that the upper chamber does not act as basically a body of sober second thought, where it's supposed to represent the values of Parliament, look over pieces of legislation and make important decisions. We've seen historically that the Senate has changed basically into nothing much more than a rubber stamp for Parliament and basically a haunting ground for a lot of basically cronies and other people who have dealt with or been involved in politics, or were not necessarily qualified to be part of the upper chamber, or red chamber, if you like. So while it will certainly be history-making if they toss them out, and I believe they will next week, I think it's a step that they need to take if they're going to salvage the Canadian Senate and sort of bring it back to its former glory.
1: Political commentator Michael Tobe on the line with us here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Uh, Michael, you know, would he even really want to stay on the Senate the way even if even if his fellow senators allowed him to stay or gave him that one year suspension or two year suspension and he came back? Is this an organization? Is this a group he would want to be part of where everybody is looking at him in such a negative light?
2: It's a fascinating question. You would think that he would have already stepped down by now based on all the evidence that was around him and all the negative publicity he's had. But like most people, when their backs are against the wall, they want to, they want to well, sorry, I know this is what the show's called, they want to fight back right. and, and ensure that their position is maintained and that their status, whatever their status may be, may it be a, at the lower rungs or the upper rungs, is maintained. The thing is, does he, would he want to stay there? I guess the question is, well, where would he go next? His reputation has obviously been sullied from what we can see, at least based on reports, by his own doing. I don't really know if there is a next step for him. I don't know if any organization, private or public, would really have the trust or sort of believe that he could be a valuable employee in wherever he chose to go next. So I think he's sort of in a situation, Jane, where he has no choice. He has to basically fight to the very end to keep his position in the Senate. That's why his lawyer or his legal team is suggesting the one to two year suspension. But I think it's in the end, I just don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's going to be beneficial for him. And even if there are a lot of senders who don't necessarily like him or like his actions or like the way he's handled things, I think if somehow or other he survives this, and I don't see how he's going to – but let's just sort of hypothetically say he does somehow, he probably would just maintain a low profile and stay in the Senate for as long as he possibly could. But should he? No. He yeah. should leave immediately, and if he had any scruples or at least uh, some sort of set of moral standards, which he claims to have, this is a man who was a preacher at one time of his life, you would think that he would at least realize that he, the die has been cast he basically has created his own grave, so to speak, and maybe it's time for him to just leave.
1: What do you think? Do you agree with the passionate uh, argument here uh, by our guest, political commentator Michael Tobe? Four one six three six zero zero seven forty one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. That's our toll free number. What do you think? Should Don Meredith be expelled from the Senate, or should he be given a second chance? Let's go to Sam and Brantford. Hi, Sam. You're on Zoomer Radio. Yeah.
3: Uh, good afternoon. How are you doing?
1: Good, thanks. What's your opinion?
3: My opinion is this: uh, personal things that happen are not our business. But if he promised her something, or, or uh, you know, initiated that he would get her uh, help her get a job, then he is totally wrong because of the position that he is holding today.
1: Well, Michael, and that's just it. Mm. It's not all about the sexual relationship. It's yep. about misusing his privileged position as a senator.
2: Of course, absolutely. No, this is a man who obviously has a very prominent position in politics. Again, as I said, there is a difference between appointing a senator and electing an MP, but he is in a position where he can obviously curry favor and give people sort of a boost up, so to speak, in terms of jobs, positions, uh, maybe help with committees, or just help in general. And yes, because of that, and based on what Ms. M has discussed in this report, or what's been reported anyway, Quite clearly, he overstepped his boundaries, multifold. So I agree with your caller. I don't dispute that at all.
1: Madison Mississauga, hi, you're on Zoomer Radio. Hi. Uh,
4: I, I, I disagree. If 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 the police have not found fit to charge him criminally, then, like uh, Trudeau the Elder said, the government has no place in our bedrooms. And, yes, it's a moral thing, uh, uh, a lot of older geezers would probably be jealous of him, but uh, the thing is, is is this the diff, Is this difference in behavior not not what, uh, in what? But is it any different to not knowing the difference between uh, your home and your cottage? Uh, domestic violence,
1: uh,
4: going on excessive uh, airfare. It, air flights that uh, some some senators have have done
1: Well, and interestingly enough, uh Michael Tobe mm-hmm. previous uh calls into question about ethics with senators have been mostly financially related.
2: Sure. Yeah, that's absolutely true, but that's basically those are the cases we know about Jane. There are obviously many things that have happened in the past, or even there's currently happening in the present, that we're just not privy to at this point in time, and maybe as time goes along we'll hear more stories about it. That's one of the reasons some people are a bit worried about the Meredith case, because they think it's going to sort of open up the gates, so to speak, and then everything's going to be sort of lashed out of all the terrible things that include financial issues and personal issues are going to come out in the forefront. But again, if the Canadian Senate wants to rebuild itself and rebuild its tattered image, if it wants to actually represent the status it was supposed to have, which has a body of sober second thought, as I said before, and ensure that laws, the laws of the land are given a thorough review, and they work hand-in-hand hand, or work as a check with the House of Commons to ensure proper passage, That's what it should be all about. And while I certainly understand what your caller is saying, and we all know what Pierre Elliott Trudeau said at one point in time, I don't hold his word as gospel, but that is what it is, It doesn't matter whether the police have been involved. The Senate has the right to control itself, to control its members and to investigate any issue that it feels is warranted based on the conduct of one of its members or the conduct of the institution in itself.
1: And I think because we're dealing with a child here, I mean, even though she was technically of age when they both agree that there was sexual penetration, she she is was a child
2: yes exactly that's the whole key and i know that sander meredith in his defense has said that when there was sexual penetration to use your terms she was of age I still don't think that matters. This relationship, no matter what it was at the beginning, was inappropriate. They were far too close, and she was not of age when that part started. The fact that it became sexual, let's say a number of years later, is fine. That is what it is. But it doesn't make it right. It doesn't justify this position. And remember, Mr. Meredith is a married man with children. Why would he even want to engage in a relationship like that? That's why the Canadian Senate is frustrated. So whether or not the police get involved in a matter like this is something completely separate. The Senate has the right to ensure that the code of conduct of its members is appropriate and normal. And I think those two things are very crucial.
1: Final question for you, Michael. I know you have to go. Will sure. um, Meredith will have the opportunity to address the Senate should he yes. choose. Do you think that he will? And if he does, what is he likely to say?
2: interesting a lot of people have speculated on that i think he will address the senate quite frankly i don't think why not this sort of may be his last stand so to speak so I, i'm sure that he'll do it i'm sure that he wants to at least say something and put something on the record um... there's two ways it could occur one possibility jane is that he'll actually state that he's going to resign beforehand based on all the negative publicity that's happened and prevent this sort of a vote from happening in the senate that would be a situation i think that most canadians would be content with There is, of course, the possibility that he'll make a statement, state his case, claim that he's completely innocent, and then allow his peers, that being the Canadian senators, to decide his fate. I think that would be a terrible thing, not even just historically, but I think it would just be a terrible thing for the Senate to have to go through. But if it must, it must.
1: Political commentator Michael Tobe, thanks for joining us.
2: My pleasure, Jane. Have a good day.
1: You too.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown
1: we're talking about disgrace senator Don Meredith and whether you feel he should be expelled from the senate this is the recommend uh, senate rather this is the recommendation from the senate's ethics committee 416-360-0740 1866-740-4740 if senators decide to expel Don Meredith does he have any legal recourse we're going to ask that question right now of university of Ottawa associate law Professor. Professor. Professor Charisma Mathen, who joins us on the line. Hi, Charisma. Hi there. Uh, What is the answer to that question? Does he have any legal recourse if senators decide to kick him out?
5: It's unclear. Uh, This would be unprecedented, the idea that you can expel a senator on the basis of disgraceful, egregious conduct that isn't currently already listed in our Constitution and, uh, you know, Experts have come down on both sides of that. I think in terms of actually seeking some kind of judicial remedy going to the courts One issue that he would encounter right away is that the courts traditionally are very reluctant to interfere when Parliament uh, is Sort of governing itself right dealing with its members and so uh, Even if he might potentially be in the right on a strict reading of the law It's very likely that the court simply would stay out of this affair.
1: And 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 not uh, make it a legal matter per se, but rather a Senate matter.
5: That's right. Essentially, say we—it's not our role to police the Senate or the House of Commons in terms of how they interpret their own powers and privileges, particularly when it comes to their own members.
1: Let's go to Cheryl in Kingston. Hi, Cheryl. Your turn here on Zoomer Radio.
6: Oh, thank you. Uh as far as I'm concerned, he should absolutely be kicked out of the Senate and a lot faster, than sooner rather than later. I don't think he's particularly sorry. He's 52 years old. He should have known better. However, he's certainly sorry he got caught. And he certainly wouldn't like to give up his 4- 140000 a year, plus that big fat pension at the end of the day. And am I kind of jaded about the Senate and what they've been doing over there. You know what? At this point, I'm just tired of all politicians. So does know, it doesn't matter feelings. if they're
1: in the Are Senate or the House me? of Commons. It doesn't Pardon matter me? to you. It doesn't matter it to doesn't you. It doesn't matter what... to me anymore. Uh-huh. They're all just, it's
6: just sad. It's like they don't seem to have any personal and prof- professional integrity. The, the, with the government, we've already wasted $600,000.
1: On Mr. Meredith. But don't you think, Cheryl, that as is in the case in any type of profession, those who abuse the privilege, use their influence wrong, they end up being sort of the poster child for for that entire profession, unfairly, so to speak.
6: Well, that may be. However, you should be intelligent enough to figure that out before you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, and by the way, have you ever met a leopard who changed its spots because i haven't
1: well, and that 's the question uh, uh, for the public. I mean, should he get a second chance? It seems that most people are saying no four one six three six zero zero seven forty one eight six six seven forty four seven forty professor, since there's not been a precedent set for a similar case in the Senate would there be legal issues around an expulsion I mean how you've said that probably any court is going to want to be removed from this but will they at least entertain what Don Meredith has to say and his lawyer
5: well it's I mean to entertain the issue would be to, to get involved the other possibility that we do have in Canada is that uh, the federal government could refer the issue to the court for its opinion I think it's highly unlikely to do so, but it could do it that way and then take it out of the realm of the individual person, but make it a pure question of law. I do think, though, that the legal implications of this will figure into uh, the Senate's debate about this matter, because this, of course, this is a report from the committee, and then we have to wait and see whether it will become the sense of the Senate, whether whether the Senate as a whole will agree with this analysis of its of its legal powers. And one of the things it might be thinking about is how do we How how do we make sure that this power isn't abused, you know, going forward so that people aren't expelled for unjust reasons, especially if our decision can't be reviewed by a court?
1: Right. I mean, what are what are the grounds for expulsion from the Senate? It's it's unprecedented territory, of course, but this is not a crime officially. At the very least, it's what Don Meredith calls a moral failing.
5: Yes, I think it's uh, it, 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 what he did is, is was highly problematic, and the, the committee, you know, pulls no punches in describing it as a breach of trust and egregious. And, and very troubling. Um, the, the Constitution lists very different kinds of circumstances under which the seat is vacated. That's the term. And so if you don't attend uh, a requisite number of sessions, uh, if you fail to reside in the province for, for which you've, from which you've been appointed, if you become affiliated with a foreign power, some of these things are a little arcane, but those are the types of situations. And Um, Of course, if you are convicted of a a serious crime, Uh, but Don Meredith's situation, while it is very troubling to a lot of people, it clearly doesn't fit within the current circumstances that are set out in the Constitution. And so the idea is, well, the Senate has broader powers that that aren't aren't covered by these particular except these circumstances.
1: Let's get back to the phone. Stephen Mississauga, it's time for your say here on Zoomer Radio. What do you think?
3: Hi there, Jane. Um, yeah, for what it's worth, as somebody who's taught English uh, ESL specifically for more than 20 years, if I were accused, let alone, how shall I call it, convicted, as it were, of of uh, trying to mold or fold or what's the terminology Groom, groom. To groom somebody underage for sexual purpose, obviously uh, I would lose my job. Mm-hmm. I would be arrested. I would have uh, some sort of sexual uh, thing uh, uh, on my name for the rest of my life. Sexual
1: days. predator. Yep. Yeah.
3: Why is this not chap had that? It seems to be special rules, and you'll forgive the uh, the, the the comparison. It, it's it's as though the Senate has something along the lines of the Catholic Church. They say, okay, yeah, we're going to pray for the souls of the priests who've done wrong. And I thought, holy cats, no. Uh, the law not why why are there separate laws for these people why well is he you put you jail? put forward not in jail
1: Steve, you put forward a good question for our law professor charisma Mathen. Uh, charisma, what do you say to that
5: Well, there have been uh, questions raised as to why charges weren't weren't pursued that's a matter for the police and we have seen in the past you know the RCMP for example, has laid charges against at least one senator, Mike Duffy. It appears that they decided that it wasn't a good idea to do so here there's been reports that it was because um, of the wishes of the the uh, woman the young woman here that she she didn't want to risk uh, the publicity and they didn't feel comfortable proceeding without her her consent uh, but certainly you know a lot of people have have been asking why, uh, why that particular decision was made. That is something that police do all the time, though. I mean, I think we should be clear. The police do have the power to choose whether to proceed with a criminal case or not.
1: Let's go to John in Brampton. Hi, John, you're on Zoomer Radio.
5: Hi,
4: good afternoon. Uh, this whole situation is an embarrassment to the Senate. It's an embarrassment to every decent older man who would not even contemplate a relationship with an underage girl. Uh, I agree with the other caller, the police should be doing a little more investigation. I don't think this man is remorseful in any way, shape or form. It's very disturbing to every parent of a 15-year-old girl or 16-year-old girl. Uh, I think he's trying to wiggle his way out as much as he can because he's more interested in the money. It's a very nice job with a good pension. And I think he has no moral compass whatsoever. And the sooner they turf him out and kick him to the curb like the garbage that he is, the better off the Senate's image will start to
1: become. John, I thank you for your call. You're welcome. Let's go to Paula in Lakefield. Our final call on Don Meredith and should he be expelled from the Senate? Go ahead, Paula. You're on Zoomer Radio.
6: Hi, Jane. I don't agree with what the senator has done at all whatsoever, but I find it interesting to finally uh, see what it took for the Senate to stand up. Fraud and stealing didn't
1: do it, but this finally did. Thanks for your call, and thanks to you, uh, Law Professor Charisma Mathen, for your time today. You're
5: very welcome.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.